We come to this place for magic. We come to pop pull review, to laugh, to cry, to drink. Because we need that, all of us. That indescribable feeling we get when we hit the play button and go somewhere we've never been before. Sound that I can feel. Somehow, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Not just entertained, but somehow reborn. Together. Pop Poor Review. We make movie podcasts better. Hey, Mr. Grumpy Gills. When life gets you down, you know what you gotta do? I don't wanna know what you gotta do. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. What do we do? We swim, swim. Doreen O'Saini. I love to swim. Doreen. When you want to swim, you want See, to See, I'm gonna get stuck now with that song. Now it's in my head. Sorry. Hey, guys. This is Pop War Review, the movie podcast. I am Matt, along with Jimmy and Kelly. Hi. Hi. And we are being transported back into 2003. Because, Jimmy, what are we talking about? Finding Nemo. A little less. A little less. Well, what do you want from me? We want to find the right tone for you. We're, this is what the podcast is really about, finding your voice. Yes, number 154, Finding Nemo. Jimmy, start us off with a summary. A clownfish named Marlin lives on the Great Barrier Reef and loses his son, Nemo, after he ventures into the open sea, despite his father's constant warnings about about many of the ocean's dangers. Nemo is abducted by a boat and netted up and sent to a dentist's office in Sydney. While Marlin ventures off to try to retrieve Nemo, Marlin meets a fish named Dory, a blue tang suffering from short-term memory loss. The companions travel a great distance, encountering various dangerous sea creatures such as sharks, anglerfish, and jellyfish, in order to rescue Nemo from the dentist's office, which is situated by Sydney Harbor. (laughs) While the two are searching the ocean far and wide, Nemo and the other sea animals in the dentist's fish tank plot a way to return to the sea to live their lives free again. That are was you like just, one are you just, long are you just reading the entire movie? That was like point? one run on sentence. <laughs> That's a lie because there's actually a bunch of punctuation. There. And a lot of the word dentist. Okay, but literally, why is that so long? That's the entire fucking movie. Well, thanks for listening to Pop Boy Review because that was our review. That's it. Yeah, they want to they make sure you understand the plot. If you really want short bootlegs, listen to our podcast. <laughs> It's just Jimmy reading it. It's nighttime stories. <laughs> um, but anyway, the director the director is, is Andrew Stanton, and it was co-directed by Lee Urchin. The writers is Andrew Stanton did the story. Bob Peterson and David Reynolds did the screenplay. The IMDb rating is 8.2. The Rotten Tomatoes score is critics is 99%. Audience is 86%. And the what? I don't know. I I I find it actually strange that the audience is eighty six percent. Oh, that's that low. I thought you were gonna. Okay, yeah. I, feel like I that's thought the so same low. thing. I thought the same thing. Um, where was I? Oh, the box office was in two thousand three. Domestic was three hundred eighty million, which is around five hundred and sixty three million adjusted for inflation. And worldwide, just because it was like super high, was ninety three point six million in two thousand three. It's now one point four billion dollars. Ninety six point three. 963 million in 2003 and then the oscars what what was nominated for what was it nominated for for oscars it won best animated picture and it was nominated for best sound screenplay and score you're correct uh and the drink today is p sherman 42 wabi way sydney it is orange soda vodka and cherry juice and if you're feeling a little crazy pop a cherry in there and have a good old time and guys now we're moving on to 
shotgun facts. Number one, I'm gonna just I feel like I have to say it's a Pixar movie. Where to spot all the Pixar standard Easter eggs? Pizza Planet truck. When Gil is thinking ahead about how he how the fish will escape, the Pizza Planet truck can be seen on the outside when they're jumping out the dentist window. Number eight thirteen, the dentist camera model is the number eight thirteen. And Pixar Ball is seen among the toys in the waiting room in the dentist's office. And John Ratzenberg voiced the School of Moonfish. Okay, so shotgun fact number two is a little long, but I'm just going to get it out there and we're going to talk about it. Marlin was originally voiced by William H. Macy, and according to the book Disney War, it was after seeing an early cut of the film with Macy's voice that then Disney CEO that then Disney CEO Michael Eisner infamously told the board of directors this will be a reality check for those guys. It's okay, but nowhere near as good as their previous films. Of course, they're th- of course they think it's great. Trust me, it's not. Then Andrew Stanton recast Marlin instead of William H. Macy. He had Albert Brooks play the role or voice the role. And after some changes, the film went on to be one of Pixar's best reviewed ever and one of the highest grossing animated films and one of Pixar's best. Um, and even worse, this was the nail in the coffin for Michael Eisner because the share, this, this is one of the reasons the shareholders fired him. You could say technically that Albert Brooks both saved Finding Nemo and fired Michael Eisner. Just saying, not saying. Shotgun fact number three. To see how realistic they can make it appear, the art team was asked to make exact copies of actual underwater and above water shots. Ultimately, the results were deemed simply too realistic for a cartoon. They ultimately had to make it look more fake so people wouldn't think it was real footage of the ocean surface. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. I, I, there's no words for it. We're moving on. Number four. Finding Nemo is the first animated film from both Disney and Pixar to win the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. And also, it is the third animated film to win Best Animated Feature behind Shrek and Spirited Away. And don't forget, Toy Story, Toy Story 2, Bugs Life. The category didn't even exist. Monsters, Inc. lost to Shrek. And finally, number five, as of September 2015, Find Nemo is the best-selling DVD of all time in the world with 41 million copies sold. I mean, they still make DVDs, so I'm assuming that could be a higher number now, but all the stuff I read, best number they had, and it's still at number one. Anyway, those were our shotgun facts, and we will be right back. Oh, hi. Didn't hear you there. This is Amy. And Lexi. And we're coming at you from Confessions of Retail. All the tea. If you're a retail employee like us, then you know that there are some crazy, off-the-wall things that happen in your line of work. Join us every Wednesday while we spill all this hot confessional tea on the line of work known as retail. Everything from our own experiences to listener-submitted stories. And let me tell you, there are some crazy things that happen that even we can hardly believe. I know, right? You can find us on any major podcast directory. You can join us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter. And if you have hot tea to spill, you can send it our way to confessionsofretailallthetea at gmail.com. We will see you in the confessional booth. Okay, and now we're back. Let's talk about Finding Nemo in depth. Let's just start. Did we like it, Jimmy? Yes. Kelly? Yes, I love Finding Nemo. I feel like this made me miss when Pixar... I feel like Pixar went off on like a little sequel craziness. And then like 
I feel like they're coming back now, but I feel like this was like, oof, this was good Pixar. But where do you want to start, Jimmy? Acting? Voice acting, I'm sorry. The story, what do you want to talk about? The score. The score is my favorite part of the movie. It is actually, it actually is a very, very good score. It's just so peaceful. It's, it's almost like, what were we listening to in your car when it was the one that was really peaceful? Oh, like the soundscapes? I don't yeah, know what it was. I feel like that's, it was like that. Like You mean like when we were listening to someone just step in snow? Yeah, that thing. But they, was it? Did they? They had a beach one. I think it was the beach was, one was yeah. nice. Yeah, we Except heard the, the seagulls. seagulls sounded oh, very yeah. fake. Except they don't go mine. You know what they say in a different? Uh, what language was it? And it's not. I think it was like, Aus- um, was it the Navajo one? <laughs> no, I forgot what it was. But they say like death. Like that's how it's translated. And I was like, oh, that's a whole different death. 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 Imagine that's in like a Disney park and they're just screaming death at the Art of Animation Hotel. Or or living in the seas like at the Epcot ride. Like with the uh, seagulls outside. They're like, death, 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 mine, death, death. death. You will die. I think you like, I'll always, I always remember and recognize the score when the boat is driving away from Marlin. That deep piano. Are you serious? You don't know? No, no, I know you're talking about. Uh, I'm, I'm, mine's when it's just the very like simple, like uh, like just the very like uh, simple, like when he's they're just like kind of like him and Dory first kind of meet, and it's like how did you mean the quick frantic one? Yeah, no, um, no, it was like the the very peaceful one. They the have main it. theme. Yeah, dun, 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 I can't do it, but. I can't think of it. Do you, do you know? It's definitely not when they meet. That's when he's all frantic, and that's the one that I, I'm talking about when he goes dun 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 dun. Maybe I'm thinking just when I, it's it's well. I think you're thinking of, of just the main theme. No, I probably am. I just can't. Th- I can't put it into sound. <laughs> <laughs> like I hear it in my head, but I can't put it into sound. Hold on, hold on. No, it's not this. No, one. it's not that one. I, I, see really I know what he's talking about. It would, no, it would no. be in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like the one where you it's like they always show like the sunlight hitting the water. Yeah, also the... I think that's like mostly those songs they have at the... The ride. In the ride, the one you're going through, yeah. That's my favorite. Maybe because I heard it too through the ride. I love Disney how and like stuff. you know that the score is in like the order that it goes in the movie, and you just go straight in the middle towards the end, where obviously it's the most like. Well, tragic. he was going like Dory, and I was like, okay, so I go to the one where it's meeting Dory. Is that what it I says? Just, meeting I, Dory. I, I, yeah, there's, uh, there's one that says meeting Dory. Yeah, but I literally just said that that was a frantic song because he's they smash into each other's faces. No, but but then you have like Lost and then Diver. And then yeah, you have, those are all frantic ones. And then you have death. Dead. With the poor mother and the babies. Aww, Did, that's I mean, a, that's I, Barracuda. Barracuda. Excuse me. Ooh, oh, No, I told you guys this the other day, but like uh, they said that they wanted to have a shot. Well, in the story where they had a shot where literally like, the Barracuda, I guess, was like, you saw the eggs and the mother in the mouth. And they're like... Like like chomping? Like nom, nom, nom. They just said you, that's where you saw them. Like you saw the eggs and you saw the mother fish in the barracuda's mouth and they're like it's a little too scary maybe it was like not like you know him chomping on them but like him scooping them up in his mouth in a split second maybe maybe. which is kind of what you saw but either way i just don't that's that's they should never have thought of showing that but it's like back then like 
early aughts, you know, early 2000s, late 90s, Disney really wasn't afraid to like show more mature things. Because remember, we were talking about it while we were watching. I was like, well, you see the like Tarzan is probably the movie I think of that where it's like it should have been rated like what is it PG and it's just rated G and it's like you see his parents dead bodies and you see that hanging silhouette of Clayton after he gets hung by the vines and it's just kind of like they got away with that and then you also saw Mufasa's dead body when like Simba's like "Eh." no see to me the most like is it's Clayton's hanging hanging body I was like oh god like that that's always I'm like that's, that's like a very like but again like i didn't realize until i saw tarzan probably like maybe like eight years ago or something like when i'm old enough to really understand what's going on i was just like you see the dead bodies laying there with blood on it that i don't remember in tarzan I but do. huh i remember that well we watched it together and i think that's when we realized it at caitlin's house you yeah know, we were I, like, I remember what the it, fuck? it was very bloody yeah, there was blood. Oh, I, I haven't seen Tarzan in a while. There's like bloody paw prints all over the tree house and everything. And it's just like. Oh, I do kind of remember the the prints. Yeah. I do. But and no, it's just like yeah. thinking about it. It's like Disney like really pushed the boundaries then. But it's like not. And, I, you know, honestly, I kind of miss that about Disney. Mm-hmm. I do like the new Disney movies, but I just feel like they're so afraid of offending people. Yeah or anything now that they won't go that far. And it's like, but that's why those movies like really resonate. Would you say that this is your, your, no, probably Incredibles, but would you say this is w- top Pixar scores? Scores, yes. Yeah. But no, I was, I, I think was, top, top scores of all time. Oh, uh, for Finding Nemo? For Finding Nemo. I love the score. Is this, this isn't Nemo. above Incredibles, right? Or is it? It depends. For movie, all, all around movie, no. No, The Incredibles is my favorite Pixar movie. No, no, I meant score. Probably. No, because I also, I mean, really quickly back to the mother, I read that the whole story wasn't supposed to see it in front. You were supposed to, like, get flashbacks to it. Apparently, like, what they did with, like, Finding Dory with her parents. And I was like, I don't think it would have got the same story or, like, it wouldn't have the same residence. It would. It did. The showing it all up front and then moving on. I feel like having it, like, piece by piece, you wouldn't understand. And then, like, you might get that moment at the end, but you wouldn't have that moment of, like, oh, wow. Flashbacks to his mother? Flashbacks to the scene with the Barracuda. You didn't know, like, apparently they were, like, going to f- show what happened oh, to no. his mother. I don't think that would have worked out yeah. well at all. Because they then technically, they did that approach with Fine Dory with her parents. Like, kind of little by little showing. But it makes sense with Dory yeah. because of her short-term memory. No, exactly. But, like, if they did that with this movie, I really think it would have done a, a disservice to the story yeah. and the emotional beats. Because you just would have been like, what? Why? And we were just like, okay, he's an overbearing father, not, like holy shit, he's an overbearing father because all of his other children and his wife were fucking murdered in one fell yeah. swoop. Also, Dory's is, like, not as a dark story. Like, it, yeah, she lost her parents. Like, she got lost from them. It's not like they all died. No, yeah. I was like, that's, like, two separate things. But, yeah, the story itself, though, was... I, I, I had to say, it, it it kind of flew by for me. I was like, there was never, like, I'm like, oh, okay, like, a dull moment for me. Oh, no, I thoroughly enjoyed rewatching Finding Nemo. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is... And I was like... You laugh, you it hits all the beats that it wants to without being like, oh, I feel like they're trying too hard. Like I was like anxious in the beginning. I was like, oh god, like why do I feel anxious? I'm like, it's a children's movie, and I know exactly what's gonna happen, but I still feel anxious. I haven't watched it in so long that it's like I didn't. It's like I didn't forget, but I kind of forgot. I just like, it was just watching it. I was like, this is such a good 
freaking movie. I was like, it's been so long since I've seen a Disney movie that like I like I love all the newest Disney movies, but like I don't know, like this one really like the old one, like Incredibles, Finding Nemo. Like I feel like that was such a golden age of like. And when you say Disney, are you also including Pixar. the Pixar ones, or are you just talking? No, about I'm Pixar? talking about Disney and Pixar. And Pixar, honestly. okay. Because it's like honestly, the movies that came out during this time, I feel like were so good. The stories were so original, and it's just like I feel like animators and just they were they weren't afraid to like go there. No, yeah, I feel like I, I, that's why I'm like I think Pixar does its best when it's original concepts mm-hmm. because I think they do such different things and i feel like that's why like the sequel thing was like i feel like kind of bringing them down a little bit but like i mean i liked finding door i liked incredibles 2 and all that but i just feel like some of them it just wasn't as fun as like seeing an original story you know what the thing is is like i like finding dory and i think i like it like a tiny bit more than finding nemo nothing against it it's just baby dory baby dory really is a bias for me but, like, I just feel like when I look at Pixar movies and even the sequels, like Incredibles 2, which I really enjoy as well, I also just feel, like, restraint a little bit on Pixar and Disney's part. Like, it's, like, I feel like they feel like they are a little bottlenecked because people are, like, like I feel like if Finding Nemo came out now, people would be, like, oh, my God, like, how dare they show that, like, oh, you know, like, just. So you're saying because yeah. the sequels came out like decades later that they that it was more of this like kind of like they want to appease you felt a little more audience? restrained because again like I feel like Pixar movies and Disney movies now kind of are still kind of afraid to go that far like the last one I can think of that wasn't afraid to like go a little dark was Coco yeah in showing the the murder scene and like figuring that out and it's like but it's like that worked. That worked so well. Like Coco broke my fucking heart. No, yeah, I feel like they they haven't gone to like doing what like Finding Nemo did. Is or... Luca is Luca Pixar? Mm-hmm. See, like Luca was good, but it's like see, like my only that th- was a very restrained thing. On in in my opinion, my thing is like yeah, I, I don't think they've really done the like what's the word showing kind of just showing everything. They their stories have still been super original and like super. In, I know you guys didn't like Soul, but I liked how, like, it just, um, not kids movie that was. It was a very, like, heavy topic, but they didn't do, like, you know, the Find Nemo opening scene or the Up opening scene, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the opening scenes. I think Up was the last, probably, one where I feel like they probably wouldn't do that now. Up was, like, the one where oh, yeah. I feel no, like they stopped I, with I know, Up. Uh, yeah. I guess Coco, you said. Yeah, that's true. Well, Coco wasn't the opening scene, but the fact that they even went there was great. Like, Encanto kind of tried to go there with, um... Abuela's uh, husband and stuff. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's implied that he got it, but it's like, I still feel like it's a little restrained. I don't know. Like, there's, I just feel like, like there's a little spark missing compared to these movies. I feel like they, they put those elements in, but I feel like they sugarcoat them a little more. Yeah. They, I feel like they do that as well. Like, you don't get the raw feeling yeah. like Toy Story 2 with Jesse's song and everything like that. I just feel like you said they sugarcoat it a little bit more now. So we're missing that raw feeling. That yeah, because you said you in Kanto, and I was like, that had like, a, I was like, wow, I'm surprised they're showing this. But at the same time, they have this very sweet song over it where mm-hmm. it's like kind of distracting you. And then like, there's all this mystical stuff happening. So it's like, they kind of say like, look over here, but we're, we're doing it, but look over here. So we don't fully get the. Exactly. It's yeah. like, if you compare that scene to the scene that we saw in Coco. Yeah. It's just kind of like Coco let that, that darkness kind yeah. of flow in. 
And then with abuelas, it was kind of like, it was like somewhat sugar. It was almost like they were trying to distract us a little from the, no, yeah, I agree with how you. dark it kind of went. But it's like, but those are what I love about Disney and Pixar no, movies. Yeah. That it's like, I can watch a children's movie, but I can still get that emotional beat that I'm looking for. Because I also, the reason why I liked Finding Nemo better than Finding Dory is because... Finding Dory was a little more sugar-coated. Well, that and just, I feel like they went more for the jokes with Finding Dory. And this one went more for the story. And, like, I thought this story in the Finding Nemo was so good. And I was just like, because I, I was reading about it in Shark Tale came out the year oh after God, this. And it's like, look at the difference. It's like, I feel like... It's like a bug's life in ants. I never yes. saw Ants, so I couldn't Ants say is, that. Ants is not a kid's movie. Yeah. That is not remotely a kid's movie. Ants is really like... Wait, I think... Ants are you, are you really saying... Adult. But I'm saying like Finding Nemo to Shark Tales, Finding Nemo was more of an adult movie. Yeah. No, I'm just saying two similar movies. One was more adult than the other. No, yeah, I guess that's true. But it's just like... I thought... Well, I guess I guess Bugs. I love Bugs Life, but I guess it's not. No, as no, adult. no. Like yeah. you, you've never seen Ants. Yeah. Ants is really oh, adult. Really? Like that's Woody Allen, isn't it? I think. Or I is think he in it? He's in it. Oh, uh, maybe that's what it is. I was about to say Woody Allen's name is a part of that. I was gonna say something else, but Finding Dory, I totally get it what you're saying because I just like it because of the entertainment value. Oh, yeah. But like Finding Dory, but the thing is with because I I literally just watched it last night with Finding Dory. When Dory starts to forget and kind of freaks out and has like a panic anxiety attacks, I get it. But like I kind of get that finding Nemo feeling up from it. It is more restrained. It definitely 100%. has that but it it's has like, an element, yeah. But it's like the amount of desperation that she feels, like you feel horrible about it. But I th- I think that's the thing. They had those moments. And they use the score again. The yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And they had those moments. It's just like I feel like finding Nemo went more for the story over the jokes and then like, oh, I, like I feel like you laugh less and find there's some great moments don't get me wrong but like and you but you're just like the story like breaks your heart and also you're just like you want to know what happens and usually those like kind of like they just go on a journey if they can get so generic and i feel like they can be like oh we're just kind of like filling in the plot and this one like he went to something for each purpose for the story and i thought that was so great i i think that finding dory isn't as good as this just because they Kind of take away from Nemo and Marlin in the sequel. Well, because it's called Finding well, Dory. Yeah, it's fine, fine. I know, but I want <laughs> the three of them together again. Uh. Well, it was nice to see that Marlin and Nemo actually were able to go together on an adventure. No, yeah, that was, I think, I I, I, I wish they were, I, I'm glad they, because they could have done what they did with Cars 2 and just totally forgo the we whole movie. A spy film? They could have made Finding Dory a uh, horror film. Like, ooh. She forgets every five seconds, jump scare. Right. That's a good idea. I, I just feel like, yeah, I, I, I mean, Fine Dory's fine. It's just Fine Nemo, you can't compare. But also, I want to talk about the acting or voice acting. The voice acting was amazing in this. Uh, it's not the best Pixar voice act. No, but it's, I think it's, I think, I think more, I think Albert Brooks is great. I think Alan DeGeneres did a great job because, like, she just made, I, she pulled off, like, this stupid silly really well with her voice. And then she had the more, like, dramatic, Part towards the end, all the fish tank people. Willem Dafoe, great voice actor. Yeah, no, Willem Dafoe was actually really good. In he this. was very good. Yeah, um, Allison Janney, first anime movie. I thought she did a good job. Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett. Um, oh, what's his name? Jeffrey Rush, right? He's in it, and he was good. He was the Pelican. I love Pixar movies. It's just I. It made me. Did you ever watch like the uh, the like special features 
of like the Pixar movies where like they, they I just love those. They, like they show like how what went what went into making it. And I think that's why Pixar is so good because they literally study it so much. No, it, Pixar usually I know they study. Like I think they all went to like the coral re- the barrier reef or the or whatever and went to aquariums and went to all these different things. I think they also studied with um marine biologists. They did. This. I remember I read they were like, "Oh, I think this doesn't really make sense for how the fish looks." And they're like, "Well, they talk, so it's take take some liberty here." I think one I saw I read somewhere one animator took a picture of a dead whale to get the mouth right of the whale. And I'm like, "That's crazy it's so it's so like the detail that goes into it sometimes is better than live action movies because they have so much knowledge of it now do you think they got a real uh whale translator for the scene where dory's speaking whale i think they did i think they did too speak some whale for us that was orca can you do great white no that's not a whale that's a shark shark. wait what's the Fish are friends, not food. What'd you think of Darla? She's my favorite part. And Is she f- really? Yeah. Why? She's the part that makes me laugh. With the psycho theme song? The psycho <laughs> theme song. And like she hits the door open, like stuff so, so falls off the walls. You know, she was the first female Pixar villain? Darla? Apparently. Not and, Sid? Well, female Oh, villain. female? And she was the first, she was the... First main villain of Pixar film to have the shortest amount of screen time. Which is also why I like Finding Nemo. Because I'm like, they didn't do the generic, like, oh, there's a villain. There's a hero. Like, it's, it was just a story. And they, I, th- I, that's why I'm like, I, I think the best part about this movie was the story. In my opinion. But let's move on. Let's do, let's do MVP LVP first. Jimmy, what's your MVP? The music supervisor. Kelly? I don't know. Albert Brooks. Albert Brooks. I'm going to give it to the story and your LVP, Jimmy. The animation of humans. Because Pixar, for some reason, can't animate humans unless it's in The Incredibles. In that era. Also, don't forget, that was 2000. That was like their fifth movie. Yeah, like, but also, I mean, like, Toy Story the computer is generation. The first one, yes. The second one got better. The people in Toy Story are horrifying. No, I know. Kelly, your LVP? The dentist. He didn't seem like a very good dentist. <laughs> um... My LVP is the jellyfish. Why? They almost killed Dory. Yeah, but they... They what? What'd they do? What, what'd they do? They were just there. And they all said, don't forget, go through the trench. And Dory said, go and through the Marlin trench. And Marlon was like, no, no, no. So if anything, your LVP Sorry. should be Marlon for almost killing Dory. Let me rephrase that. My LVP is not Marlon in general, but Marlon's judgment in that moment to go above the cliff then through it because they were warned and they just chill like they were just chilling dory tried it's not her fault she has short-term memory loss yeah well no she she said they said to go through the trench and he was like i'm not going through that trench we're going above the trench the trench is scary so that's and then she found a little squishy and then there were a lot of big squishies win lose so guys i finally put batteries in our buzzers jimmy you get a red one don't buzz it yet Wait, I'll tell you when you can buzz it. Kelly, you have a blue one. Here's your buzzer. Here's the rules. I'm going to give a question with multiple choice. Once I say go, the first person's buzzer right here is going to get the question. And they're going to answer it. Whoever gets the most wins, you can play along at home. Jimmy, let's hear your buzzer noise. So Jimmy is a siren. Kelly, let's hear your buzzer noise. She is a charge, I guess how you describe it. Okay, number one. 
What wrong name does Dory try to call Nemo first? A, Fabio, B, Elmo, or C, Chico, go. Jimmy. Elmo. No. Chico. Yes, correct. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> this is why I didn't want you to have it during the during the podcast. Can you please put it down? Because yeah. it's not fair that I'm going to have to do this and you just have to squeeze your hand. I mean, you guys can just pick it up if you wanted to. No, because he's going to do that and, oh, and okay. squeeze it. And I think it like we need to be fair and go like this. That's fine. Number two. Well, we talked about this already. Let's see who gets it first. Who scored? Finding Nemo. A, Randy Newman. B, Thomas Newman. Or C, Michael Giacchino. And go. Jimmy. Randy Newman. Kelly. <laughs> wow, you got it fucking wrong. Kelly. I don't know. C? No, it's... You're both other, wrong. It's the Newman. It's, it's Thomas, Thomas Newman. Newman. This was his first Pixar film he scored. Randy Newman did all the other like Pixar movies. He did all of them until this movie. And then he did... It's the three he of them. He did Wally. No, I'm, I'm saying like up until Finding Nemo, he did all the other three oh. or four. Michael G. and Cock... Cacio did Ratatouille, did, did Up. Yes, so it's pretty much those people except for a couple. And then finally, number C. It all comes down to this. Number C. Number three. Which actor or actress does not have a role in this movie? A, Stephen Root. B, Eric Bana. Or C, Megan Mullally. Go. I heard Jimmy's first. Megan Mullally. Yes. Did you close your eyes? <laughs> like <laughs> It was like Spider-Man. My spider sense. <laughs> Were you doing that? Were you trying to picture their voices in your head? No, I was just... Just close my eyes for a second. Well, who was the Actually, one? Actually, it's a tie. So. Yay! You both win. Congratulations. If anyone at home was listening and you got them all right. Who was Eric Bauer? You're the one that won. He was one of the sharks. I didn't know that. <sighs> okay. He was the chum one, not the not The, the one with the, 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 the one hook. who ate his shark? His his buddy? Yeah, I think the one with the, 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 the nose ring. Aww. Yeah. You could have done a good question about what is the shark named after? Okay, ready, guys? Number four. What is the shark name after? Jimmy? It's the shark from Jaws, the mechanical shark. And who was that name after? Bruce. Who? Where did the name Bruce come from? Bruce Springsteen. No. I have no idea. Bruce Steven, Steve, <laughs> No, Steven Spielberg's lawyer. Jimmy, do you have a calculator ready and going? Yep. I will give it a nine. Oh, Kelly? Nine. I'm going to give it ten. Ten? Yeah. Wow. wow. I didn't see that coming. The first Nine. not A24 weird, well, overtly bef- sexual True. Movie. Before you say it, the IMDb rating is 8.2. This is a 9.3. We are over it. So. Higher than the... Uh, we're, the we're more critics than audience score on this. I actually thought the IMDb score would be higher too. I to don't understand how the audience score is 86%. Especially when the fact that this is the highest selling DVD or DVD or Blu-ray mm-hmm. of all time. DVD, yeah, forty-one million. Like, I remember we were talking about this the other day. I remember how hard it was to get this fucking DVD. It was like sold out everywhere when it came out on DVD, and it's like, but only eighty-six percent of the audiences like it. I don't get it. Maybe because it was like a Doctor Strange situation where they thought it was too no. mature. No. Maybe? But I don't think any Doctor Strange. I don't think we should be using Doctor Strange as a reference. <laughs> well, no, because that's what that's one of the big criticisms people have. It's they, I, they I, say but it's like too... I understand it though. This one I don't understand. Anything else, Jimmy? <sighs> no, I just keep thinking about how they survived in the little plastic baggies. Oh, in the sequel. In the sequel, they should be dead. Why? Because there's no What's... oxygen in the water. We discussed this and we looked at it. What up. if there's little holes in the bags? There are no little holes in the bag. That means the water would come out. Well, they're in water, so then it would just stay still. 
Yes, but but they would have died across the sh- trying to get into the ocean if they, there was. They holes. just made it as they fell into the water. As they fell into the water, a hole popped in each one of them perfectly. Yeah, just enough so they can't get out. But new water comes in. All right, osmosis. Yeah. Jones. Um, that's, that's not the one where he sneezes on someone, right? It's Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah the one is. with that grosses me out to no end. It's disgusting. I rewatch. I think I think it's on HBO Max. I rewatched it, and I was like, the live action parts are disgusting. But I do like the I like I like when they build a world like that's why I like Finding Nemo too because like they build like a whole world in the sea I and then Osmosis Jones build a world in Bill Murray so and that is Finding Nemo oh wait Jimmy I'm sorry you didn't you did a tease last week yeah explain what explain your tease of why you get nauseous with this movie on the Disney ride um when you go through the the current if the screen makes me nauseous the EAC the yeah it it makes yeah. me nauseous I have to close my eyes now. Did you like get like actually get sick from it one time or no? no. I can't remember. No, okay. I just get dizzy. Okay. I have I have a bout of the vertigo when that happens. I got a bout of the vertigo. I what uh yeah. Okay. Well, that is finding Nemo. Should I give a, a little clue at to next week? Oh well, yeah, well that was number one fifty four, Finding Nemo. Let's give a clue of next week. I'm actually very I think that should be your thing. You give a clue of the next movie we're doing. Remember how we talked about William H. Macy in this podcast? Oh, we're going to talk about him again next week. That movie, stressful. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, now you're giving away. You gave it, just gave it away. I gave the whole movie away? Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to end it now. Guys, I hope you're enjoying our IMDb Top 250 journey. Stay tuned next week for our surprise because I feel like that was just very confusing what we're saying. Our clues don't help. I'll see you later. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. You can hear us anywhere you listen to podcasts, and we want to hear what you think, so leave us a review. Give us some likes on social media, at Pop Review. Click around www.poppoorreview.com. Become a member of our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash review for exclusive content and drink recipes. And one last thing before you go, make sure to check out the Titan Media Collective and Titan Cast Network. Enjoy the rest of your movie Monday. That was a Titan Cast episode.